0: Nothing. Welcome to Episode 15 of the BDA Radio Exclusive Edition of the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing on BDARadio.com and the Podcast Radio Network. I am longtime pro wrestling referee Mike Crockett and I'm joined as always by independent wrestling veteran, the kingpin, Brian Malonis. Hello. What's up? How's it How good? do you do? Oh, I do. You doing? Always. That that's good to hear. Very good to hear, Brian. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna do it this week on the wrestling podcast about nothing.
1: We're gonna do it live.
0: We'll uh, we'll do it live to tape, hopefully.
1: <laughs> Why is that? You don't have much time to uh, to edit.
0: Oh, I mean, I always have I always have time to edit, but I'd rather not have a long, tedious editing session. But I guess we'll see how it goes, Brian.
1: Okay, I'll try my best.
0: Coming up, we've got Merv Griffin Time. That's where we get your thoughts and answer your questions. One more, Hellacious Hee Hee, He will be immortalized in our Heel Laugh Hall of Fame. And Brian, we have a big announcement coming up regarding the future of this BDA bonus podcast. That's a little later on.
1: Oh, oh boy, what's going on there?
0: What do you mean? You leaving? Well, we'll have to see. You have to stay tuned. And find out. But first, this Monday, we ran long talking about our efforts to try to get full-time jobs in pro wrestling. We ask you to please check out this highly praised episode on the NAI Network. And we'll talk about that a little more in Merv Griffin time. So on Monday, we ended up bumping one of our most heralded segments over here to the BDA Bonus Podcast. As you know, Brian, and I have no problem admitting this. I love the dirt sheets. That's what some people call the insider wrestling newsletters and news sites. It's what I do. Gotta check the dirt sheets. Love a good sheet. I've been knee deep in this stuff since the day I found out they existed. You? Not so much. So, with that in mind, I present to you the WPAN's most celebrated segment. America's Game. We're doing the dirt sheet shuffle. (laughs) I look
1: forward to the day when uh, maybe I'm the subject of the dirt sheet sheet shuffle.
0: Well, that day could be coming very soon, Brian. You never know. (laughs) We've done this, Brian, nine times so far.
1: Oh, but who's counting?
0: Nine times. Nine times. Nine times. Oh, you're counting. Okay. And Brian, you are three and six.
1: Mike, it's not whether you want to lose; it's all how you play the game, buddy. And I've played it with integrity the entire time. I don't think you can say the same thing.
0: Oh, how dare you! How dare you? It, 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 you've not done well, Brian. You've not done well. But you have an opportunity here to, uh, to 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 to, to what do you say to 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 get your head above water, maybe slightly.
1: You know, you know what you are, Mike. You're the uh, you're that? the Alex Rodriguez of the dirt sheet shuffle.
0: What? what how do you how do you think?
1: Oh, well, you're on top, but uh, you know, how did you get there?
0: Oh, Brian, <laughs> that's I, I won't take these accusations lightly.
1: I think we should uh, I think we should launch a committee into investigating the integrity of the dirt sheet shuffle.
0: This is all above board, Brian. All above board.
1: That's not what Todd Sopel and Big Woody say.
0: Well, well, we'll see. The people will, will speak on this one this week. There are three news stories from the pro wrestling news sites, that's news with a Z, from around the internet. Which one of these three stories did not actually get reported? Of course, as we say here, it's not whether it's true or not. It's if it actually got reported by these crazy news sites. Now, Kingpin, can you separate the news from the ruse? Hmm. We're about to find out. So here we go. Are you ready? Sure, Michael. I don't know if we've ever done this not in the same room. So I don't know if you're going to be uh, feverishly trying to uh, search the dirt sheets <laughs> or what, if you're us.
1: You'll never know, my friend.
0: We're going to operate... Under the rules of the honor system.
1: Well, you know, as we started out talking about this game, I I play it with integrity. Uh, You know, if it were the other way around and uh, you're the one not being watched, then I think we'd have something to worry about. But I have integrity, so.
0: All right, well, we'll see how this goes, Brian. Story number one. Yes, Brian, I finally got the scoop. A backstage incident took place just days before the release of one Simon Gotch. The VOD villain met his foe in catering, went down hard, and shortly thereafter, he was out of WWE. His opponent in this behind-the-curtain confrontation? A goddamn chair! The man now christened Simon Grimm says the post-tumble promo he cut on this flimsy piece of furniture was overblown and unrelated to his firing. That is story number one. Simon Gotch versus a chair. Hmm. How do you feel?
1: Hmm. I don't know. I don't know about that one.
0: All right. Well, we'll have to go on to story number two then. See how you feel about this one. Number two. Matt Hardy deleted from WWE? It almost happened. Before Jeff Hardy became obsolete in Impact Wrestling, there were long-term plans for Jeff to return home to WWE with a big push as a single star. It wasn't until the broken gimmick broke out that WWE shifted plans and decided to sign them both. Wonderful. That is story number two. How do you feel now?
1: Well, that's a uh, that's an interesting one too. I don't I don't know. I don't know if I necessarily are buying that one. Initially, I'm uh, very skeptical of this one. Okay. That that means I should leave it, and because it's probably if I eliminate it first, it'll be. It'll be the It'll be the answer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how it's gone for you recently, Brian. But sure uh, has. we'll see. We'll see if you uh, trust your instincts here coming up. But first, story number three: all red, everything. Well, except her contract. Eva Marie has not appeared on WWE TV since last August, when she was served with a 30-day wellness suspension but she has remained under a WWE deal. In her time away, she started a fitness fashion business that had some success until WWE came calling. Apparently, starting this company violates the contract she signed with Tap Out Brand, which left our fair Ava all red-faced with embarrassment. That is the final story, Brian. How do you feel about that one?
1: I don't know. I hadn't heard any of these friggin' things. <laughs> That's the gimmick, Brian. You, I'm
0: knee deep in the dirt sheets. You are not, and you've got to kind of. I don't even. I don't pants. even
1: think I'm toe deep in the in the dirt sheets. <laughs> Good lord! Even for the two that that have actually been reported, man, you are digging deep, my friend.
0: Sometimes you have to, because a couple times in the past few weeks, you've kind of outscooped me when it came to some backstage news, so I had to to, uh, dig to find some good stuff here.
1: I feel like you got these from, like, the dark web.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, let me review them real quick for you, Brian, before we get your take and your answer. Story number one, Simon Gotch, backstage versus a chair. The chair collapsed out from under him, and he says the way he reacted has nothing to do with his release, which came soon afterwards. Story number two, Jeff Hardy was in the plans to come into WWE without Matt, but then the whole broken thing happened, and then both Hardys ended up signing with WWE. Story number three, Eve Marie started a fitness fashion company, but that violated her contract with Tap Out. Those are your three stories, Brian. Now, as always, talk me through it. What do you say? <sighs> well,
1: you know, I, I don't even know this because again, these are all. I haven't even heard inklings of any of these stories. Like I know Eva Marie has has been at odds with WWE and not and not returning. Simon Gotch, one. I mean, we talked about uh, you not even seeing him. Being in any sort of altercation so now this chair thing kind of comes out of nowhere and then um Jesus now I already even forgot the the other one I'm so lost My, oh the Hardys uh yes, Jeff Hardy Jeff returning Hardy. for a singles run and I don't I mean I could see that that seems, that seems plausible um Oh boy. I don't I don't. Know. You know what? Here here's what I'm going to do, Mike. Cuz okay. again, this is a this is a stab in the dark. I, I don't Talk need, to me. The only way I can in apply logic to this is maybe knowing the way your brain works. Okay. I I outscooped the uh, the the dirt sheet king himself with the Simon Gotch altercation story. So maybe you're trying to mess with me here. Maybe you're you made up this story uh to try to mess with my brain a little bit and kind of keep me off the scent thinking um maybe that's the real story and and what i saw was the false story and uh so that's gonna be my answer mike i'm gonna go with the simon gotch story that's the story that wasn't reported by the pro wrestling news sites i think you're messing with me there i think you're messing with my brain that's my final answer
0: your final answer is story number one there was no backstage incident with simon gotch in a friggin chair all right, Brian, you say story number one. And Brian Malonis, the kingpin. You are incorrect. Uh, <laughs> Jesus, the losing streak <laughs> continues. Holy Moses. Uh, you are in rough shape oh, with this whole thing. How? Well, Brian, yes. After you talked about this uh, apparent battle backstage between Simon Gotch and his partner Aiden English, you were talking about on the podcast all willy-nilly, just throwing it out there without any uh, hard facts, I went and did my dirt sheet research and found that there was this incident with Simon Gotch. He actually talked about this on a podcast where he went to sit on a chair and it broke out from under him and he did this whole thing where he called over like a, a stagehand and said hey pin me pin me cuz like you know he got, he got bumped by the chair and then it became a whole thing and then he's, he's it was like a whole scene apparently according to the man himself Simon Gotch but he says it has nothing to do with him being released uh, shortly thereafter hmm. so yes that is a true story actually according to the man himself Simon Gotch And story number two is also been reported on the Dirt Sheets. Long ago, there were plans for Jeff Hardy to make him an offer, to bring him into WWE and give him a big push. But then the broken thing uh, happened, and they decided to bring back both the Hardys. And, I mean, it sounded like down the line, maybe we're going to see the whole broken gimmick uh, taking place, but not yet. But, yes, Matt Hardy... Came in with Jeff Hardy. That wasn't the original plan, apparently, according to the dirt sheets. The one I completely made up was story number three with Eva Marie. Hmm. Uh, I think she started some business. I'm not sure it's a a fitness business. Nothing, nothing going on with tap. It's basically completely uh, fabricated, Brian. And. Uh, You said you know how my brain works, but apparently you have very little idea about how my brain works. Well,
1: I know how your brain works. You were probably scouring the internet for dirty pictures of Eva Marie, and (laughs) that's how this story popped in your head.
0: No, no, no. I completely uh, categorically deny that accusation, Brian.
1: Well, why don't you you show us your browser history then, Mike? Release your browser history and prove me wrong. (laughs)
0: <laughs> There's no reason to release my history, Brian. There's no reason whatsoever. No cares about I think no your one wife, I think your wife might beg to differ. <laughs> <laughs> well, Brian, you're just trying to uh, transfer the heat, as you usually do, because <laughs> you lost. You lost this thing. We've done this ten times. You were now three and seven. Only three times in the history of this game have you been able to weed out the facts, and share the fiction with the world, and uh, this is kind of embarrassing at this point.
1: (laughs) We should never do it again.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Uh, Well, since uh, we are through here, I came out on top once again. You lost. I get to do what I like to do, and that's hit the theme song on the way out, Brian. on the dart shade shuffle, that Oh yeah!
1: <laughs> no, no, uh, no woo this week.
0: No woo, no woo. I, I, I don't like Ric Flair. didn't hear that?
1: <laughs> I mean, you just think he's <laughs> the most overrated guy in the history of the business.
0: <laughs> right, well, and he, and uh,
1: ECW sucked too, right, Mike? And so did the Attitude Era. <laughs> Hot takes, Crockett. That's what we're gonna call you. <laughs>
0: It's Were of Griffin Time folks, named for Brian's favorite episode of our favorite show, The Seinfeld. We are doing voicemails over on the NAI Network edition of the podcast, so make sure you get yours in now for Monday's episode. Call 401-584-9726. That is 401-584-W P A N. To make your <laughs> That's to make your voice appearance, I guess, on the NAI Network edition of the podcast, but the way to participate here on Merv Griffin Time is using our hashtag on Twitter, hashtag WPAN. A lot of people talking out there, Brian. Che McCarthy was talking about our ECW episode. Speaking of ECW, he said, also, I'd say overall, ECW had a positive impact on the business. It's just sad that the extreme nature of the promotion has led to deaths, not just in ECW, but other promotions trying to recreate their violent style. Loads of wrestlers and families have had their lives changed. And that was kind of my point, Brian. Just the super violent style, all the shots to people's heads, it really did a lot of damage, you know, more than just physically. A lot of people um, were in a really bad way after... um, you know, what ECW basically pioneered in the wrestling business.
1: Ooh, Did they, though? Because I'm pretty sure those hardcore Japanese promotions existed well before ECW.
0: Well, they brought it over to the U.S. <laughs> oh,
1: I just poked a huge hole in your entire argument. <laughs>
0: We're talking about America here, Brian. The good old U.S. of A.
1: I don't think I'd put that all on ECW. I think that might be a bit of a stretch. That's that's all I'm saying. I, I mean, I think there should be some personal responsibility as well. But... That's just me.
0: Well, Rob Bonnet, he is at R B O N N E. the number one. He says, that's how I feel. I have no need for the guys and gals to kill themselves for my entertainment. Safer is better. And I agree with that.
1: But I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to get into the whole tragic wrestler death things, but. I'm pretty sure guys like the British Bulldog and Mr. Perfect and Rick Rude and and all these countless other guys didn't wrestle that hardcore style yet. They all died tragically young. For as many guys that that you can try to point to ECW for, I I mean, could you point at 80s WWF and WCW for? I mean, there, there's like that list that floats around the internet of. Of all the WCW guys uh, that passed away young, I mean, do you put that on them? I mean, that's—I don't know—that's a—that's a heavy, that's a heavy burden to be placed on on any one entity.
0: I suppose. <laughs> all right.
1: <laughs> what, when did I become the voice of reason? By the way. How
0: about at Kenny Joe Mega? He says Tony Omega? Uh, Kenny Joe Mega. Oh. He says, I love the show, guys, but you guys just called my two favorite wrestlers the two most overrated. Not a good way to start Monday. (laughs) (laughs) We did a Facebook Live over uh, last weekend as we were recording our New Age Insiders Network edition of the podcast. And uh, yeah, we took questions. And one of the questions was, who's the most overrated wrestler? And you said Bret Hart. And I said Ric Flair, as you alluded to earlier. So sorry about that, Kenny Jomega. <laughs> he he actually forgave us. He said he loves the show, but uh yeah, just he just wanted to make that little comment there. Um you you sticking with your Bret Hart?
1: Yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent.
0: Well, I'm sticking with my Ric Flair, Brian.
1: Yeah, you're you'll probably just edit out that again, like you did the uh <laughs> doubling down of the ECW comments a couple weeks
0: ago. <laughs> Let me just leave a little uh, blank space here so I know where to edit. <laughs> Okay, Brian Bradshaw, he is at B-double underscore 87. He said, actually just finished the episode at work. Brian is a very passionate person. Really got my fingers crossed for him.
1: All right, well, thank you.
0: That is Brian Bradshaw.
1: I am a passionate person, Mike.
0: You are a passionate person. I am. Uh, some would say um, angry.
1: No, that's, I'm not angry. <laughs> if we keep talking about this, it's going to go down a bad path.
0: <laughs> well, Brian also had another thing uh about the episode, Brian. He said he uh saw this meme on Facebook and lost it. It's a meme of somebody in a factory that <laughs> uh, manufactures um marital aids. <laughs>
1: <laughs> adult novelties if you will yes
0: and it says tag someone who would love this job and he tagged uh the podcast he tagged you he says respect to brian for doing a job most of us wouldn't want to do
1: hey mike you want to tell people uh that we work for the same company at the time buddy
0: well i wasn't pulling the uh, dildos though
1: <laughs> you were pulling <laughs> something <laughs>
0: Well, well, uh, McJazzy actually at KMC Jazzy says, "What is the job? Packing them or testing?"
1: <laughs> well, I packed them and Mike tested them.
0: <laughs> oh, how dare you! <laughs> that is not true. <laughs> so many falsehoods going out in the world tonight, uh, courtesy of the Kingpin. No,
1: you got. I had I had all the all the all the shit jobs in that place, and you got to go to the photo shoots and see these beautiful, gorgeous models. Not I wouldn't even say half naked. Sometimes fully naked.
0: It happened. I on worked occasion. in a
1: hot, sweaty, hundred degree warehouse. Terrible.
0: <laughs> well, I didn't know you were holding that resentment. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I let that
1: resentment out at the time.
0: Oh, okay. I wanted to go to the
1: <laughs> damn photo shoots.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on. Marty Howell. He is at Martin Howell seventy one. He says this promoted post in response made me think of the W P A N the post was for applebee's and it says are these pretzels making you thirsty and they're the um the soft pretzel sticks there's a picture of it there and then he show- he also showed the response which was where can i get a dildo that's as long as your pretzels <laughs>
1: all right <laughs> so uh,
0: thank you marty that, that that made him think of us brian <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I can, I, can, I can tell you, you can probably wipe Applebee's off of any, any any connection to me because Applebee's is about the last restaurant I'd go to on the face of the earth. So.
0: Hashtag dildo pretzels. There you go. <laughs> and uh, at HHHGuy2004, you know that to be Steven, of course. He says, things you don't want to learn listening to the WPAN. <laughs> Number one, at Brian works at a sex toy factory. Number two, that there is a sex toy factory in New England. To
1: be fair, it wasn't a sex toy factory. No, we sold them, and I was—I started off uh, with this company uh, picking and packing the (laughs) odors.
0: And I did not.
1: No, you—you did not.
0: I stayed in the office, the the cool air-conditioned office most of the time.
1: I made my way out there eventually.
0: You did. You did. You did. It brings me great pleasure, Brian, to say we have a tweet. From Big Woody. All right. At Aft Elwood. It's very good to hear from him again. He says, great show. Kingpin on the money with Brett. Great worker. Never a huge draw. He says, at Croc criticism of Flair. Brett had same issues. I think talking about, uh, you know, doing the same matches and same spots the original five moves weekend. of doom <laughs> yes Bret yeah uh so yeah the very good to hear from big woody hope here hope to hear more from him in the future and uh yeah this episode this past monday brian uh really uh like taken aback by all the the great feedback that we got you two?
1: Yeah, it's been uh, a, a, both uh, publicly and privately, I guess is what I'm really trying to say. People reaching out uh, via text or message. So yeah, it was. Uh, I'm glad our story uh, touched people the way it did, I guess. I, I knew coming out of it, I felt good coming out of that episode after we recorded it. And I felt like it was one of our best ones. And I listened to it and I think I texted you right after I listened to it. And I said, oh, I think this is a really good episode. And just the response has been amazing. So really, really appreciate all the... Uh, all the words of encouragement, all the words of support, and and all the everyone who's supporting what we're doing and and appreciating what we're doing. Thank you.
0: Yeah, I'll just uh, list a few here. At rant with ant, our buddy ant from the New Age Insiders Network. Uh, at Randall Keo, at Wrestling Phil, at Harmon three sixteen. That's Big Bad Harmon from the Main Event Podcast. Thank you very much. At the Hurricane Rana, at Strangler Steve, my buddy Steve King, at T Hog ninety four. Of course, TK. At GA WrestleNut and at Lone Wolf GAM had a very nice message on our Facebook page. That's facebook.com slash the WPAN. Yeah, I, I really appreciate everyone that's reached out and I really encourage. Everyone listening to this now to go check out our episode this past Monday's episode on the New Age Insiders Network. All you got to do is search WPAN on your favorite podcast platform. You'll find this feed. You'll also see the NAI Network feed come up. Subscribe there. You can find the April 24th edition of the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing. And it is about us attempting to make it in the wrestling business the ups and downs of trying to get noticed by the national companies and yeah like like we said uh very good feedback to the episode and we're very appreciative Uh, as you said there's a lot of people saying it's the best episode we've done uh except for one brian uh-oh john morse at j-o-n-s-u-p-r-m-n he said that he liked the episode where at Sinclair Todd acknowledged win a date with Todd Sinclair. That's his
1: favorite episode. <laughs> uh, you know, the funny thing is, it took so long for us to think of doing that that, sh- that show. And it, sh- yeah. it feels like it should have been uh, obvious to us. So, hey, maybe maybe uh, fans of the WBAN, there's maybe there's stuff we're missing out there. Maybe there's things that we hadn't thought of that, I uh, I will say the shows where we talk about our experiences in wrestling seem to be very popular. Um yeah. and we're definitely willing to do more of them. Um but sometimes it doesn't always occur to us the angle that might <laughs> you might find interesting out there. So let us know. Let us know um we love feedback. We appreciate the feedbacks on the episodes, but if there's something you want to hear us talk about? Let us know. You know, maybe it's something that hasn't even occurred to us yet and that that uh that we can do a whole show about or a segment or even just answer questions.
0: Yeah, you can let us know on Twitter. At the WPAN is the um, Twitter of the podcast. I am at Croc Sox. Brian is at Brian Malonis. Yeah, let us know if you have any thoughts about what you'd like to hear us talk about in the future from our own personal pro wrestling histories. Uh, and thanks to everyone who is a part of Merv Griffin Time this week. And we look forward to talking to you on Twitter. And we will bring you the best of it next week on the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing on BDARadio.com. All right, I'm going to make sure we say thank you to Mike Mills from Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. Check out their podcast twice a week on Sundays. It's the Smoky Mountain Show. Thursdays, it's their flagship show where they're talking NWA, they're talking World Championship Wrestling, the old 605 Saturday Night Show. That is two episodes a week, booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. Find them wherever you get your podcasts, or you can go to MikeMills.Podbean.com. And check in the boots. Referee Tony S, Chip K. Fabe, they're doing it every Sunday. You can find them at your favorite podcast location. Checking the boots will be there. And I want to send a special shout-out to the Hurricane Rana podcast. They've taken a couple weeks off. The 59 media studios are moving in Fall River, so they will be back next week. But uh, keep your eye on at the Hurricane Rana on Twitter to get all the updates there.
1: Hey, hey Mike, if yes. we needed directions to their new studios in Fall River, is there anybody you know that we could ask from there?
0: Well, certainly, it'd be Ring of Honor ring announcer Bobby Cruz. His hometown is Fall oh, River.
1: I'm going to see Bobby Cruz on Saturday night. <laughs>
0: the best thing in the world, and it, we, this is confirmed that uh, Bobby Cruz announced you from Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Right?
1: He did. Yeah, <laughs> he certainly did. What a brilliant,
0: brilliant rib!
1: I don't know if he it was all that well thought out. If it was just shoddy craftsmanship.
0: i think that was very well uh laid out and it was a perfect perfect job by bobby cruz and i uh tip my cap to him
1: we'll see saturday night if it was indeed an accident because he'll be announcing me on saturday night in Wareham, massachusetts so
0: all right, we'll talk about that in uh, just a second. A little. Uh...
1: Hey, you, you know, you know something, Mike? Though it's easy for people to get revenge on me. I put myself out there. I go out and take bookings and 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 see the public. You just hide behind a microphone.
0: <laughs> oh, Brian, I, I get out there. I get out there plenty.
1: You don't get out any. You go. You go to Boston to Mexican restaurants. That's what you do. That's it. It's good food. It is delicious food, but there's more of the world out there, Mike. You got to see more of the world, buddy
0: i have been to shows and stuff like that we'll, well' we'll I'll get out there I'll get out there again really soon, Brian will yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right, Brian on this b d a bonus podcast, we have made the effort to establish a very unique, very exclusive hall of fame now in life as in wrestling, the number one way to tell people that you're up to no good is obviously through laughter. I hearken back to the immortal words of our good friend Tarzan Taylor. All it takes is that one over-exaggerated guffaw to let everyone know you're pure evil. So with that said, I am humbly submitting this week's inductee to the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing's Heel Laugh Hall of Fame. Now, I wonder if the fans out there know who this was. All it was was basically her her laugh. Excuse me? (laughs) I said it's her laugh. Excuse me? (laughs) Yes, it is Vicky Guerrero, former general manager of SmackDown, this week's inductee into the Heel Laugh Hall of Fame. And I don't know how it took this long, Brian.
1: Uh, i don't know there's a lot of there's a lot of people with good laughs out there
0: (laughs) that is true but she had a good one
1: yeah i thought the funny thing vicky guerrero did such a great job um
0: yeah just being thrust in there after being thrust in there after eddie passed away i remember just uh do you remember when she first kissed edge on tv it was the most uncomfortable like squirming in my seat kind of thing when it happened
1: what you feeling uncomfortable? No, I I don't believe that for one single solitary second.
0: But it was pretty shocking for the time. It wasn't that long after uh, Eddie passed away. But any, but anyway, I think she was a a fantastic heel in the wrestling business, and uh, I think she's missed. Did you see the video? Uh, Rich Palladino, our friend and former guest here on the podcast, he interviewed her for title match wrestling on YouTube.
1: Um, I, I actually did not see this one. I saw that he did the uh, Aaron Stevens one, but I didn't see this one.
0: Yeah, he did a bunch of things when he was down there for uh, WrestleMania weekend. You go check that out on YouTube. Just put in, I guess, title match wrestling, Vicky Guerrero, and you'll probably find that. So yeah, Vicky Guerrero, your first female Hall of Fame inductee. How do you like that, Brian?
1: I like I like it a lot. We're blazing trails here.
0: We certainly are. And to check out this Hall of Fame inductee in all her glory, find the link to the video in the description of this episode or go to the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing page on BDARadio.com. Okay, Brian, you are packing your bags, about to hit those highways and those byways this weekend on that quest to do pro wrestling all over New England, all over the world. One more time, where are you headed this weekend?
1: Mike, I got a busy, 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 busy weekend. Friday night, I'm heading to the lovely city of Lawrence for Chaotic Wrestling, teaming with Impact Wrestling's FALA.
0: Wow, that's Lawrence, Massachusetts Lawrence,
1: Massachusetts, we'll be taking on the Cam and Reconnection for the Chaotic Wrestling Tag Team Championships, I'm looking to add another Chaotic Tag title to my resume with yet another partner, Mike I can't seem to get a partner to stick, I wonder why that is Uh,
0: (laughs) (laughs) I could give give a couple reasons Brian, but I won't do that now
1: (laughs) Thanks, and then Saturday night I'm going to Wareham, Massachusetts at the YMCA uh, for Top Rope Promotion BrownPaperTickets.com. I'll be in a special body slam challenge against powerful Pat Garrett, was wow. uh, a long-time veteran of top row promotions, probably back to the days of it being Yankee Pro. I'm sure.
0: Amazing.
1: Yes. Yeah, so the last time we wrestled, I wrestled him a little while back. I said, "Hey, look, I'm in the ring with a dinosaur." So <laughs>
0: that's not nice.
1: <laughs> Maybe I'll have something similar to say. But I don't think it's going to be in the cards for uh, for old Pat Garrett to slam the Kingpin. But hey, if you want to see if he can possibly do it, come out to wear him on Saturday night. Go to brownpapertickets.com and then Sunday I'm heading. There's to- more. There's more, baby. I'm <laughs> heading to Providence, Rhode Island, at the Aurora for Beyond Wrestling. Check out beyondwrestlingonline.com. Uh, I will be teaming with my partner, my triple XL partner ace romero and we will be taking on the team of joey janela and penelope ford collectively known as janelope that's right i have to fight a girl
0: <laughs> and you're got another tag team partner
1: i do we'll see how long that one lasts <laughs> <laughs>
0: So you get your tickets on beyondwrestlingonline.com for that one, correct?
1: That's correct, Mike, beyondwrestlingonline.com. And if you want to see more of my Beyond Wrestling work, check out Beyond Demand, uh, their their streaming service where uh, you can see matches for, of uh, myself versus uh, the likes of Keith Lee, who is uh, just about the hottest name on the independents right now, Chris Hero, who's in NXT as Cash Ohno, JT Dunn, Flip Gordon, so some, uh, some pretty big names out there that I've wrestled that you can go and...
0: Uh, Pretty, pretty. I'm
1: a pretty big deal myself, Mike. I don't know if you realize that, buddy.
0: I, I, I don't. The, king, but, uh, the,
1: king, the kingpin's becoming a thing.
0: You are becoming a thing. <laughs> and if you want to continue to help the kingpin be a thing, email him, Brian Malonis, at comcast.net to book him, or you can just DM him on Twitter, at Brian Malonis. Get the kingpin on your next pro wrestling event. Okay, Brian, I mentioned earlier a big announcement regarding this Thursday wrestling podcast about nothing podcast.
1: Yes, I will accept your resignation, Mike. No,
0: I'm not leaving. Uh Oh, no, 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 no. We're always looking at ways to differentiate ourselves, to do something unique, to keep things fresh. So we decided to kind of tweak the format here of the BDA bonus podcast. And you might not have realized it, but we've already done it from now on. Every week on BDARadio.com and the podcast radio network, the wrestling podcast about nothing presents the Dirt Sheet Shuffle. Yes, every week, get your fix of wrestling news and play along with us on Thursdays right here on the WPAN podcast podcast feed
1: clearly i was not consulted about
0: this (laughs) well it'll be like a lightning round you can really just come out of the uh, weeds super fast just keep uh keep winning keep winning keep winning we're gonna hit that 500 mark brian
1: so what you're saying is i need to get a subscription to like the pw torch or the observer or something along those lines no
0: please don't please don't (laughs) (laughs) But that is starting next, well, I guess it's starting tonight, but from this week on the Dirt Sheet Shuffle each and every week right here on BDA radio.com. Now, also, if you want to support our efforts going forward here, the best way to do so is buying our T-shirt. Pick up the Curtain Jerker WPAN T-shirt at ProWrestlingTees.com slash New Age Insiders. Or you can visit facebook.com slash the WPAN and hit that big blue shop now button. It will take you directly to our shirt on pro wrestling tees. We'd really appreciate your support in that way. Thank you very much. And for more on the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing and to check out BDA Radio's MMA podcast, A Man Walks Into an Arm Bar with Chad Alden and Paul St. Emmett Jr., head on over to your home for MMA and wrestling talk, bdaradio.com. All right, Kingpin, we will be back next Monday with episode 54 of the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing on the New Age Insiders Network. Then catch us back here for the WPAN's Dirt Sheet Shuffle. Yes, you heard me right, the Dirt Sheet Shuffle. Next week and every week on BDARadio.com and the Podcast Radio Network. Till then, he is the Kingpin Brian Malonis. I'm Mike Crockett. Big ups to Mucko. And thanks for nothing.